0: All right, what's going on, ATL? It's your girl, Sky Butterfly, Sky in Style Atlanta, in Atlanta Uncut. And of course, we bring you nothing but greatness, right? Now, you guys are familiar with Drummer Boy. He's got so many hits out there. He worked with so many amazing artists. And of course, what else would you do next but write a memoir? about all of your experience so thank you so much do we want to go by drummer boy do we want to go by christopher james what you
1: want to go by man it don't matter man it's a pleasure it's a pleasure absolutely Aww. and d-boy uh you know drum a lot of people call me drum you know what i'm saying but definitely uh people who went to high school with me might call me chris you know what i'm saying not many not not many of those but definitely a pleasure to be here man
0: yeah, so let's go ahead and call you Drum, because you know what? We're going to just chop it up like we are friends. Um, You've got an incredible story. So hold on. You are the son of an opera singer?
1: Yeah, my mom was in the opera. My, my dad was in the orchestra. Uh My older brother was in the hip-hop heavy, making beats and whatnot. He's about the same age as uh, Jazzy Faye. So, you know, I, I grew up, you know, you know, a lot of my influence as far as making beats and whatnot came from my older brother, man, R.I.P. Insane way.
0: So this is this is in your little Memphis bloodline. This is in your blood. This just oh, runs yeah. all up and down your veins.
1: Absolutely.
0: So it was just a natural fit for you.
1: Yeah. Growing up in the church, you know, what I mean, Uh with the home of the blues. You know what I mean? Uh, Memphis, Tennessee, man, I, I couldn't see it any other way.
0: So your support, your parents, did they, since they are musicians, were they very encouraging? I could only imagine so. Of course we will pause.
1: Phone winded, so I just said it.
0: it's okay. It's okay. It's a you know electronic device. They're this not just uh,
1: getting started, so it ain't start them over them requests started. exactly, and
0: it can be um, edited. It's okay. <laughs> so my my question was since you had uh, you know your sets of your your set of parents were both musicians. I was curious to find out what that encouragement looked like. Were, did they encourage you?
1: Um, my dad raised me playing clarinet, so he was in a clarinet. My first instrument I had in my mouth was a, a recorder at the age of three. Between the recorder, the clarinet, and piano, that's kind of like you know how I I grew up as far as music, um, singing in the church choir and stuff like that, and. I kind of got introduced, not kind of, but I got introduced to hip hop through my brother. So my dad, being in an orchestra, really wasn't a fan of hip hop. You know what I mean? My mom got me my first piece of equipment and she knew what my older brother was doing. So she was like, if it's going to keep you out of trouble, I guess. So I really kind of had to keep it from my dad and keep it a secret. I ain't tell him I was drummer boy until 19 years old. So oh, most wow. my support came from my mom. And my grandfather. Oh,
0: wow. So when he found out. He
1: found out when I was kicked out of college, University of Memphis, he's the dean, he's cool with the dean of the university. He taught at the at the at the university. And um, once he found out, you know, he was pretty, pretty disappointed, you know, and was telling me I wasn't going to be this wasn't going to be successful, blah, blah, blah. Looked me in my eye, told me I wasn't going to be shit, basically. And uh that was my motivation, that was my inspiration to take take it and make it on a on a on a on a whole nother level. Uh mm-hmm. I was getting six months due to unattendance. And he was like, Man, you know, you big bad wolf since you you, you know so hard-headed, show me a hundred thousand, you know. And I pulled out ten thousand dollars cash on the table, slammed it on the table, like, man, I'm a drummer boy, man. You don't know who I am. I produce this. <laughs> You know, and at this time, I had some pretty pretty big songs out on the radio with Tila, and a couple couple songs with Yo Gotti out, and um, I just I just looked him in his eye like, man, you got me fucked up. He was like, man, what you gonna do with ten thousand dollars cash? You ain't got no bank account. You ain't got no credit card. You can't buy your mom in the house she want. You can't. Blah, blah, blah. He was just, you know, going on and on. And I didn't have a bank account. I didn't have a credit card. You know, so I was like, he was like, man, you you big bad wolf. You know, you boy will will show me a hundred thousand in a year. And literally, I remember taking him my bank statement 10 months later, like, bam, you know what I'm saying? And we became best friends ever since, you know? So he was more concerned about what I was doing with my time and all of that type of thing. But, you know, for me to overcome that and the, and the show improved prove that, yeah, I can get a bank account. I can make legal money, six figures, you know, doing something that I believe in. It was a challenge but it it, it definitely brought us closer.
0: I want to know what was that first piece of equipment your mom bought?
1: Uh Roland XP50 workstation. I got it was a, a store called Strings and Things at the time which you know is 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 now known as Guitar Center. But mm-hmm. uh, you know we got got a keyboard out of there the Roland XP50 workstation man the first one you can look it up they might still have images of them somewhere <laughs> but uh they was taking floppy disk the little 3.5 floppy. Mm-hmm.
0: and put it in the little in the uh-huh. slot at the top <laughs> yep. i'm not gonna date myself but yeah i, I know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> i think i got a little age on you <laughs> don't yeah. let the baby face fool you uh,
1: like, yeah you, you might be from the dad tape error
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh yeah I was born in 75 baby um so okay wow so your dad now finally sees what his son is has accomplished um your mom obviously had your back the whole time so now I want to talk about some of the artists that you worked with Mm-hmm. Who was the hardest artist <laughs> that you were like, you know what? I'm about to just hang this up. But cuz you seem very you're very driven. You're a driven person. Mm-hmm. But despite them being just a a knucklehead, you said, you know what? I'm going to keep on keeping on with them. Who was that artist?
1: Oh, man, I had to say Gucci. Gucci was man going through all kind of stuff, you know what I mean, but through the ups, through the downs, who was right there with him and putting hits on the board. So definitely Uh, some amazing times, some some crazy weird times, but just you know, seeing the overall delivery of what we've done and the overall catalog of what we've given to the world, man, is I wouldn't trade it for the world.
0: Mm, So, like, you've got an amazing backstory. Your success is ridiculous. At what point did you decide to go ahead and write this memoir?
1: Um. I, I want to say, like, I started writing a book in 2010, you know, like just images and just get jotting down notes. I'm always writing quotes and whatnot. And I started to look at the quotes that I was putting on Instagram for free. And I was like, man, let me start archiving some of these joints. Like, I'm giving away way too much game for free. And like, let me put it all in a book. And then uh, when I lost my brother, that's when I was like, man, let me let me take a few steps of back away from the music industry and get mm. not only his estate and everything formed. But let me let me tell my story, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know. Tomorrow ain't promised. You don't know what's going on or what might, you know. So I like, man, let me at least get my story together. Um, And, you know, I was able to do that behind the hits, sharing the stories, the business, what I was going through, the ups and downs of my career. Um, as well as just you know how to stay relevant.
0: Are you a journal? Like, do you journal?
1: No, most of my most of my, anything that I do or have written is all been in like notes or in in my phone in my iPhone. So so that's where you would
0: just start uh, logging, you know, your your
1: uh-huh. knowledge nuggets. Right there and Instagram archive.
0: Oh, wow. So you used Instagram when you were writing your uh your memoir.
1: Oh, yeah, because each caption, like, you know, I'll post a quote and then I'll post a caption to go with that quote that was like part of my memory or part of my life. Or it was certain interviews that I've done. I was like, man, I really like what I said right there, like the way I broke it down and whatnot. And then I would just take all of these pieces and, and plug them into the chronological order of my life.
0: What's the biggest lesson you learned in your journey?
1: Pay your taxes. <laughs> them penalties and interest.
0: Woo, woo, woo.
1: No, but you know, paying your taxes definitely in the business side. Split sheets, back end, publishing, entertainment attorneys. This is a contractual business. So being able to, you know, have the lawyers in place as well as the agreement, the black and white in place do not depend or rely on verbal agreements. Um, That's definitely been like one of the one of the key lesson learners.
0: So that's one of the things I, I want to talk about. Um, In your book, I believe you mentioned about being business savvy. So. And you brought up the tax so something must have happened there for you to do that so where did you learn that was there a mentor did you do research
1: um I learned a lot in school while I was in University of Memphis I majored in music business um Uh I learned a lot there I learned a lot from Wendy Day Rap Coalition um the cheat code she's been giving us the cheat code for so long she was doing free classes at University of Memphis teaching about music business and pro performance right organizations um and and the importance of an entertainment attorney the importance of management of uh, scaling your business and she was talking about these things when I was 16 so I had a lot of that knowledge but obviously you live and you learn so the more that you live the more you're gonna learn and some people take heed some don't but time flies man especially when you're having fun and you're making a lot of money and you tend to Trust other people in your position. So, okay, I hire an accountant, I hire a, you know, a, a bookkeeper and things of that nature. And then you might find out five years later or six years later that the accountant ain't been really paying what he say he paying. You know what I mean? The money that you mm-hmm. the monthly payment or that quarterly payment that you've been paying for taxes been going to his rent. You know what I mean? And then, you know, no way to explain all of this or so no agreement between you two. So the responsibility still falls on me. You, I'm not able to sue him. He already in different legal disputes and whatnot. So you really got to wake up, say, hey, this is my fault. I, this, this happened because I really wasn't paying attention like that. I can't put it all on him. And then figure out a way. So there are things where the government might settle for whatever amount that you can pay. There are things called offering compromise where this $550,000 tab that I owe, I owe 550,000 you know what I'm saying <laughs> bam that turned into i think i settled for like 173,000 oh
0: wow you know what i so mean so do you drop knowledge nuggets like that in your book oh yeah of your absolutely. experiences yeah absolutely wow so this really truly is um i think you labeled it the blueprint for greatness because that business part is extremely important a lot of artists don't realize that, like you said, end up in trouble.
1: Absolutely. And, you you know, you facing, you know, four to five years in jail or whatever, or, you know, that penalty and interest. Next thing you know, if you wait another year, two years, that could, 550 could turn into a million. You know, it's just, it's about really being on top of the game and being, you know, business savvy.
0: So what else do you dig into in this book. We've got the business part down. I'm sure we've got your journey.
1: Um really the hustle, being able to turn nothing into something. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's that's a gift that all of us have. We just got to learn how to tap into it with what we do best. And some people they start off as artists, they end up as managers. Some people they start off as interns, they end up executives. Um uh, some people start off as producers, they end up rappers like you know, it, it, it's, just, it's just about finding your niche and figuring mm-hmm. out the best way to monetize that niche, you know, and, and, and to turn it into a full-fledged business. You know, uh, I learned from my grandmama when she would make a pot of gumbo, she'll, she'll take This onion, she got one onion left, a few potatoes left, maybe some shrimp over here, maybe a little fish over here. She got some cabbage and some carrots and whatnot. Whatever she got left in the refrigerator, put it all into one pot and it turned into gumbo. (laughs) And we will feed off of that for three, four, five days, you know, and it stick good meals. So I did that with music and the people around me. Like, okay, I'm not every person who I work with, they weren't famous. They were inspiring artists trying to get on you know mm-hmm. what I mean, I took those people that i'm in my neighborhood with yo got it and go to atlanta you know what i'm saying i'm working with jody breeze he was he was jody breeze at the time Then boys in the hood and you know what i'm saying jeezy on the grind coming up tip on the grind coming up i met tip in 99 before he had even dropped the project you know, two chains during the duffel bag boy days. I met Ross when he was Teflon Dunn. You know what I mean? So just working with guys from the bottom and turning everybody that I was around, you know, into, into successful music and helping them tell their story. So mm. kind of found my niche and just helped as many people tell their story. Trap music was looked down upon. So when I was doing Gotti, everybody was, uh trap music. Oh, uh, you know. Uh, as soon as we started winning Grammys, it was like the orchestra embraced me again. But it was, a, it was that one point where all my, you know, I grew up, never had babysitters. So a lot of the orchestra members that were cool with my dad, when I first started doing trap music, kind of was like. But oh, look down so, on you, huh? Yeah, as soon as them Grammys came and whatnot, and the success started coming, and trap became a genre and all this, oh, Doctor Ghost and Chris is doing so well. He's doing so good. Well. You know what I mean? So it's just so many different things that you learn and just learning how to play the game, understanding that you know it's it's a fake industry. It's a lot of fakeness. It's
0: like chess.
1: Absolutely, you got to play chess, not checkers. <laughs>
0: Boom!
1: What do you think your purpose is? Uh, to bless as many people possible, to inspire mm. and to share, you know, the 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 Lord's message. You know, the Lord's love. You know what I'm saying? And I serve. Mm-hmm. Him. And as long as I keep serving Him, He allows me to keep blessing and blessing and uplifting. You know, the and 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 spreading music, which is the deeper roots uniting music. That's what Drum Squad stand for. That's the acronym of the drum, Deeper Roots Uniting Music, and just spreading their heartbeat around the world.
0: I love that. What would you say is your why? I think you said some of that in what you just said, but your why, that's one thing I always like to ask people, what is your why? Because you can just be going about life and, well, my purpose is this, but what is your Why?
1: Yeah, my why is to enhance, encourage, Mm -hmm. to motivate, inspire Mm -hmm. and to and to, you know, help polish into the best form you've ever been in.
0: I love that. That man took my respect for you to a whole nother level. And this is why I love being able to talk with artists or people in the music industry, because it's so much deeper than what we just see, right? There is always a reason why. I absolutely love your reason why. There's a bigger picture why we're here. So your book, I th- people definitely need to go get, go grab that because if you're dropping nuggets like that, it's not just any just random, oh yeah, you know, I had the great life and this is what I, here I am, who I am now. So what else can we find in your book? Where can we find your book?
1: Uh the book is on Barnes and Noble. It's on uh um Amazon, it's on all book platforms, Apple Music, everywhere. Um, and you know, just little nuggets about what equipment I was using, where I was at, what I was mm-hmm. going through, how I handled certain hurdles. You know, even taking a chance on certain records that I believed in that, that maybe the labels didn't or maybe the a rs didn't. And I took the record to the DJs and leaked it or maybe put the record out when I wasn't supposed to. But the record blew up, took fire and made everybody see the belief and see the vision that I had initially from the get go. So sometimes you got to take a chance. If people don't understand or see your vision, you got to show them. You know, don't be don't be afraid to to let the passion, the fuel, the spirit, the soul burn. It's got to burn. It's gonna be some people that don't believe in you. Let that be your fuel. Let that be your 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 you know that that motivation to get to your yes yes
0: absolutely. Now I saw also on the cover Tamiko Hope.
1: That's one of my little my buddies. Oh, yeah, man. Mico, oh, she's so cool. She introduced me to Andre 3000 and Big Boy when I first got to Atlanta. She's always been just an amazing PR, good friends with my manager, Squeak. And um, I was like, man, you got to help me tell this story. And it all started off just her recording me over the phone. She was like, look, you got so much going on. drama. Just tell it to me first. Then we're going to write it down. You know what I mean? So I would walk her through just like I'm walking you through the book through through an interview. And we kind of did that. And then I could listen back on what I said and, and, and certain elements. And then we started pulling the facts of when certain things released. And once I could heard the year, like 2003, it would bring more memories. Oh, yeah. I remember what I was doing, too. Damn, 2001, I graduated High school, damn okay. I remember okay, bam, that was my first year of college. Like, so once I saw the year and saw when certain things were released, because I'm so I'm so used to just going forward, going forward, going forward. But when you actually look back at what you've done and start dissecting dates or certain months and whatnot, you start to remember more things, you know what I'm saying? And especially uh applying photos and pictures with certain moments that I had in my life. That was the fun part. So, man, shout out to Tamika Hope. Shout out to Waheeda Clark for helping me publish the book. And, you know, I didn't know anything about the business, the book business or whatnot. So I wanted to get the best people around me to educate me and to, you know, give me the intellect that I feel like I needed to to be the most successful.
0: When you look back at your journey, are you amazed that you made it this far?
1: No, I knew I was going to make it far. I always, I always, you know, knew, like, Man, if I stick to this right here and honestly just keep him involved, keep the, the the Lord, you know what I'm saying, the almighty man, like, man, I wouldn't be here without him. I give him the praise and the glory, you know what I'm saying, and just keep sharing love and being humble, keeping my feet down to the ground. I saw something um, the other day where this dude had this, this uh it was like a, a voltage or whatever, and it shows how much voltage you have when you're wearing shoes but then it shows how much voltage you have when you take the shoes off and you put your feet on the ground and stand connected to the earth it's a complete different voltage you know what i mean so that's like you know being arrogant is like walking around with shoes forever mm. but that if you, you you get that humbleness when you walk around on the ground 10 toes down and you connected to that earth so I always, you know, I like being on the earth, man. I like to be connected to the soul.
0: And toes down, baby.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: um, oh, my goodness. I was going to ask you something. Oh, oh, do you have any children?
1: Oh, uh, not yet. Not yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm definitely aiming for a family. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking forward to having a family. I can't wait. Um, everybody say I'd be a wonderful dad. So, you
0: know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yes. So your son pops out and he says, you know what? Well, obviously he gets a little older than him, just like popping out the womb. (laughs) And he says, you know what? I'm trying. I'm doing music. Good.
1: I'm going to be I got everything he needs as far as music. I got the relationships. I got, you know, amazing peers that he could learn from a lot of different teachers. You know, and give him the option, but definitely teaching him the business This is the music business first. And then the the artistry and the talent and all of that is amazing and and can be developed and polished like you can you can make anybody an artist. But but it's hard to teach the business and for people to understand the business. So as long as you understand the business, you can do anything.
0: Mm -hmm. What's something you wish that people would know about you?
1: Um something that I wish people would know about me oh damn that's a good question hmm that's a good question man I would say honestly you know just just how good of a person I am like you know my music you don't know me a lot of people know the. the listen to this track. These are the. Hey, yeah, boy. They see my Instagram. They see a gangster. They see a thug, or they see this little dude from Memphis and whatnot. But like, you know, I'm. It's a different side. You know what I'm saying? And I'm. I'm just here to make anything around me better. I'm only here mm-hmm. to better. You know what I'm saying? And 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 to you know help people walk through the dark. Cause it's a dark world. It's a lot of hate. It's a lot of, you know, the devil is, is, is the devil's presence is very heavy. You know what I mean? So just, just sharing it. I don't, it might be somebody who need to hear it or what, but just like there are people who, who, who rooting for you, who want to see you win. And sometimes it don't feel like that, but you know, I'm always that person that, that want to see you win. They want to see you succeed. They want to see you successful.
0: Mm. if you weren't a producer what would you be doing
1: if i want an influencer or an, a musician Pro- I producer. or yeah. if i want a producer i would mm-hmm. be a race car driver i would be a formula one driver. no that's question.
0: so bomb that's so bomb because i always say look i would drive those monster jam trucks Mm-hmm. I am a country girl, truck driving, but I'm not from the country. I'm such a city girl. Yeah, <laughs> but I love some monster trucks. Oh, that's dope.
1: <laughs> yeah, I ain't never driven a monster truck, but yeah, mm-hmm. I would be a Formula One driver.
0: So you drive fast?
1: Uh, from time to time.
0: <laughs> we please be careful when you drive fast. This has been. Such a pleasure, um, Memphis. I my family. I have family in Collierville.
1: Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, my mom used to work out there heavy, heavy, heavy. She used to have some long days of driving up uh Mill Branch and and uh, Holmes Road all the way from we from the Haven, Black Haven. So she would have to drive from Black Haven up Holmes Road to, to Collierville.
0: Hmm. Oh, I absolutely love this drum. Um, You have a bigger purpose than what you just see right now, but you keep being a light because that's what you are. You are an incredible light and um, you got a lot of people who are looking at you and up to you. So you lead them into that light and just let them be the best that they can be. You just keep encouraging and uplifting. Be the exhorter. That you are so this is so great. Okay. I want you to tell people your IG again where they can find the book. The book again for you guys that I don't even think I even mentioned it. It's called Behind the Hits. I didn't even ask you where you came up with that name. Mm, Oh my god. That journalist. (laughs) I don't know. I guess I was so excited. I love music. I love music. Yep. It's a passion. So I, I love getting inside the mindset and figure out why do you do what you do?
1: Absolutely, man. Y'all go get that, man. Go get my book. It took me 10 years to write this thing behind the hits, <laughs> breaking down a lot of the songs. Some So many people say I'm the soundtrack to their life or remember moments in time when I get to singing some of the songs that I produce. Like the first song I produced for Gucci, man, was it's a photo shoot, girl. It's a photo shoot. Or I think I love Gucci, you don't love me. Or man, the first song I did for Plies was uh even though you're not my girl, I still call you my shorty. Or man, the first song I did for Drake. Uh I got money to blow, getting it in, letting me bill fall all on your skin. I got money to blow. First song I did for Pastor Troy. Make them get that money right. Make them get that money right. Strip club anthem. I was 19. Wasn't old enough to get in the strip club. Y'all, look,
0: he is glowing. He
1: is glowing. Yeah, man. I put on for my city. On, (laughs) on for my city. Jeezy Kanye West. First song I did with Walker Flocka. Girl, drop it to the floor. I love the way your booty go. We just went diamond with a single. You know what I mean? So... (laughs) definitely produce so many songs and and once people find out the face behind the name or just putting a face with a name, you know, understanding the man behind the hits, you know, is is, it hit different. You know what I'm saying? And it gives you more education, gives you more, you know, insight on like the stories behind the hits. So you got to go get the book. I produce some of the some of your favorite songs, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to You got to learn the behind the hits.
0: But you know what? I think you should make this into a documentary.
1: Oh yeah, it's already, it's already. T- t- we, t-
0: we, <laughs> already t-
1: <laughs> we are already. Hey.
0: I love it. I'm ready to sit back and click on my Netflix and be like Yep. It's yep.
1: gonna be great. 2024, 2024.
0: It's gonna be great because you know my God Instagram. has. Well, Oh yes, tell them what no, you're no, 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 no.
1: Go. You, was finna say God has. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna stop that sentence.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say God has something so big for you. You think what you already been through was already big and delicious? I'm telling you. I don't know. It's just, um, uh, I just, I can just feel it. It's you got something bigger coming. Oh yeah, just, Definitely. just know that.
1: Oh yeah, but, I do. but
0: just keep. You got to keep being that light, though. You know what I mean? So. Cause you, you already know what's around us, but you keep being that light, man. I don't know what it is, but it's coming.
1: Hey. <laughs> so <laughs> already, man, you can, you can follow my Instagram at Drummer Boy Fresh, D-R-U-M-A-B-O-Y Fresh, uh, my website, dot You can get my official app. It's in the app stores and Google play the official Drummer Boy app, um, Yo, tap in, man. The book is on all platforms, And the new single, Freak Some, featuring my boy T-Rail and Juvenile. You got to go get it, download it, stream it, and share it. Do some TikToks for your boy.
0: Leave people with one thing. Just one little nugget.
1: Start an LLC if you see the vision. Get your EIN number. Take that EIN paperwork to the bank. Open that bank account. Establish some business credit and um you know check out ai because the ai is 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 definitely you know on the forefront and it's very very helpful there's so many different ai uh tools that can be used you know to get you to your to your to your next level so start that about your business man
0: yay well it's your girl sky in atlanta in atlanta uncut you know you can always catch us on fox so thank you so much drone. like i said this was amazing um you're an amazing human being so this was a last minute interview for me like when i tell you i was just running around and like i literally just <laughs> walked in but um this was yeah, we a, was for another pleasure. interview
1: at 3.30. I'm not sure who was supposed to do that interview, but they couldn't find them, you know what I mean? So my PR hit me back. They said, hey, they found Scott, you know what I'm saying? She can do it, so woo, woo, woo. i like, look, I'm available. Let's knock it out, 30 I'm good. This right here
0: was great. So sometimes some things were just meant to happen. We may not understand why at the moment, but in the bigger picture, you guys always keep a light in front and always like drum said look up you know because there is a bigger picture god's got you it's your girl sky in lana y'all
1: peace hey yeah